up everybody welcome to uh episode three of even your odds podcast i am your host jason jimenez and uh today we are gonna talk about death death has been kind of a ongoing theme in my life whether i like it or not which is just a fact of life Um, I experienced death at a really early age. Um, My father uh, was hit by a drunk driver and his life was taken when I was only four years old. Then a few years later, you know, my mother's parents had passed away. Her sister had passed away the year before my father, Um, but I don't really remember much of that. Um, growing up, I've lost a few friends, you know, now that I'm in my late 20s, I uh, tend to see a lot more of death than I would like to. And it's really hard for someone in my situation where I've dealt with death my whole life, so I'm kind of jaded to the fact that people die and life goes on it's uh it's a very hard subject for a lot of people to talk about and i have a really hard time dealing with it still but i just kind of push it off to the side and almost make myself heartless which kind of sucks but um there's been a lot of recent suicides and things in the news that have just kind of bummed me out in the aspect of a lot of those people were major influences in my life. Um, Chester Bennington of Lincoln Park, you know, Chris Cornell, uh, and most recently with Anthony Bourdain, um, who was a great chef and just full of life and punk rock to the core and I just really, really gravitated towards those people with like a mission and, and it just goes to show like no matter how hard you seem to be battling and people think you're happy, there's not, you can't always know the full story, which is a super bummer. Um, But uh, yeah, suicide has plagued my mind for, for a long a long time and I've never understood why I would want to cut it short that it's not you know suicide doesn't prevent things from getting better or that's exactly what it does actually it prevents things from having a chance to get better it's ending a sl- ending a problem before being able to figure out a solution and I have always been one to think about it enough to not do it. And I wish a lot of my friends, not a lot, there's there's a few. Um, One of my best friends from childhood, you know, that's, that's, that's been almost, shit, that's been almost eight seven years eight years now um 
he uh, he took his own life because he felt things were never going to get better and he just couldn't see the light and it bums me out because he was he was a great kid great dude you know had kids you know his relationship with his kids was pretty good from what I understand but again you know I don't know the whole story because I wasn't there so today I'm just kind of going off about that and I have always kind of been lucky enough to been surrounded with people at the right time in my life where things seem super dark and then they you know grab my attention and put it elsewhere whether it be hey check out this new song from you know this band or or hey dude you see that new movie or you know very rarely do I actually have people that will sit down and ask me if everything is okay and the few times that it has happened I'm you know, I'm just like, yeah, dude, everything's fine. And then, you know, just kind of go back into my own head and make make the worst of it. And I, I, I uh, but it never, ever gets to the worst of it. You know, there was times in my life where I was homeless in the middle of the summer, sweating my ass off, wishing I could just sit in an air-conditioned house or apartment. Uh, and like things looked the worst like I didn't know when I was going to get my next meal I didn't know you know if I'd be sleeping outside and a cop would roll up on me or you know just get mugged or lose what little belongings I had or so like put yourself in that situation and try to not think about death being the only option (laughs) Is a, it was a hard, hard decision for me, but I made the choice to reach out to people and try to better my circumstances. And that's, that's what happened, you know, I had a few lucky friends that, or lucky for me, that I had those friends and they were willing to like let me crash on their couch, you know, a few nights, take a shower, you know, do a load of laundry, whatever it may be and try to get back on my feet and it's been an ongoing process and now here I am fucking making a podcast to try and help people and overcome real real hard situations in their life where no one really cares everybody's too wrapped up in their own and their own issues to stop and think of anyone else and and I've been guilty of that in my own life plenty plenty of times there's there's been chances where I could have helped people and I didn't because I was too wrapped up in taking care of myself but you also have to realize like you can't help anyone before you help yourself and and I'm now at a place where I can I can juggle my issues and other people's issues if need be and uh, that's that's really the whole point of today's podcast is death is death is something very familiar to me and I death and I are friends at this point (laughs) as sad as that is um, 
most recent loss was about a year ago. Um, a friend of my, a friend of mine that I have known for. Uh, shit. Better part of, better part of a decade, maybe more than that, probably closer to 15 years. Um, had died from a heroin overdose, and I, I won't mention names, be, you know, for the sheer sake of the family and things, just because that's something that's for me and them. You know, they don't need to know that. Y'all don't need to know names. It's not, it's not the point of this whole thing. But you know, he felt the need that he was battling with his addiction and he let it win and it's it's a real sad thing when when someone can't beat their own demons and i don't think his intention was to die i think his intention was just to relieve the pain and try and get past it but we'll never be able to know and that's, and that's the problem with death. It leaves so many unanswered questions, you know, and I can't even begin to, to fathom how many questions everyone has about it, you know, and, uh, I still, I still think about him, you know, a good bit of the time, a, a, a lot, you know, I think about all the times we used to have at the skate park you know, fucking around and late nights running around the cemetery behind the house and, and, you know, cookouts and sleepovers and tents and, you know, just the, the, the shit that fucking mattered because everybody gets caught up in, in, in the fact that, you know, oh, you know, he was an addict, he sort of came to his addiction and all that stuff. And it's like, no, that's not the dude I know. The dude I know is full of life and he just got caught up. And he needed that to get by and it ultimately took his life. Because it's it's equivalent exchange. You know, you you get what you put into it and he just put too much into it and it ultimately took the rest of him. And uh a lot of people can't deal with that and it's I still don't have the answers on how to deal with it. I I deal with it every day, and I know, you know, there's a lot of people out there that say, oh, don't live in the past, you know, focus on the present, and all that shit, and I, I focus on the present every day, I wake up, you know, and I think about what I'm going to do right then, right there, in the moment, and I, I, I feel like that's an important exercise to have in your life, to stay grounded, don't get too far ahead of yourself, don't, don't, don't wonder, oh, is it going to be, how, how am I going to do tonight at 7 o'clock? Like, how am I going to be feeling at work at 7 p.m.? You know, it's like, no, I need to focus on how I'm doing at 11 a.m. when I'm getting ready to go to work. Make sure I have my lunch packed, you know, plan everything out in the moment. I try not to, to plan too far ahead in my life because, you know, circumstances change things everybody wakes up different every day and and it's a it's a hard reality to deal with 
And that's usually what scares people, and that's usually a lot of a deterrent for people not to change their lives because they're stuck in the, the cycle of, well, nothing's going to change, so I'm just going to keep doing it my way. And, and it's like, dude, your way doesn't fucking work. Obviously, you're not happy. You're a fucking miserable wreck. You know, your friends notice it. I notice it. You know, this is a conversation I have with myself on a daily basis. <laughs> because it's like, hey, get your shit together. Stay focused. And, and uh, I'm a little late on this podcast. You know, it's uh, July 1st. It's almost two weeks since the last podcast with, with Brandon. And I've just been, I've had a, I've had a hell of a time <laughs> past couple of days. You know, I, uh, I uh, started a new job and first Monday they, you know, the, the temp agency that I went through, they, they told me that my available shift would be 7 to 3, 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. with, you know, 10 to, t- 10 to 12 hours. So I wouldn't be leaving necessarily at 3 o'clock. And, and I went to start on Monday, and they told me that they didn't have that. So I actually had to not work Monday. I had to finish. I had my other job that evening, and I wasn't about to just leave them high and dry and quit on the spot. So I went, you know, I went home, walked, you know, the three and a half miles home <laughs> in the heat, just kind of pissed, just kind of upset and angry that that this was happening to me I was like this is supposed to this was supposed to be my my end all this was supposed to be my situation fixer you know I was I was supposed to be able to do this and and it's super upsetting (laughs) and then you know I went and got all that figured out and then Tuesday you know I was allowed to start um, but I actually ended up not starting because through text message, things got mixed up again with the temp agency. They thought I was somebody else who didn't fill out their paperwork or take their drug test, which I had done, done all that and passed, you know. So I just was really, really angry the second day when they told me I couldn't work and I had to leave the premises because they thought I was someone else. <laughs> that was the most frustrating thing. But within a half hour, you know, we had all that sorted out and they were trying to get me to go back, but I had already set up to make more money because I figured I wasn't going to be working. They called me and they were like offering to pay for an Uber or whatever to get back to work. And I was like, listen, like you, you've done this to me. This is the second day in a row that you're refusing me to work and I can't, I can't work. So it's super frustrating. So let me just take tonight and I'll start fresh Wednesday. Well, I got there Wednesday, went in, everything went off without a hitch. It was awesome. I actually ended up getting put in a department with a, with a um, I don't want to say childhood friend, it was more like a high school era friend. I've known him for about 13 years, his name's Joe. He's, he is a great dude, you know, he, he's, a, he's another prime example of someone who's been through it and he's pushed through to, to, to get things done for him and his family and, you know, but nobody's perfect, you know. So I'm not gonna hype him up to be like this super awesome guy because he's super humble like that. And uh, hopefully one of these days I'll have him here on the podcast and that'll be a good one for you for you guys because he is a uh, well-informed human being. He is he's a really awesome guy and uh, I feel like a lot of you would enjoy our conversations. 
Um, but, you know, I got in there and, you know, got to work. And my first day was like a 10 to 10 and a half, 11 hour day. And I was like, hell yeah, dude. And uh, Tuesday, I actually had walked to work. So I had gotten a um, 5K pretty much in before an 11 hour day, which was pretty exciting for me because I, I feel like a, a lazy piece of shit most of the time because I don't have a chance to get to the gym as much as I would like to, if at all anymore. Um, so so I, I go through my days now. I wake up in the morning, you know, I still make the bed and get put my pants on one leg at a time and, and, and motor through it, you know, and um, I'm working at a place where I, I, I can feel some kind of sense of making a difference because I work in a warehouse and you're like, oh, yeah, Jason, well, how can you really, how can you really help somebody working in a warehouse? Well, I deal, the, the warehouse that I work in deals in veterinary supplies and animal supplies. So we, we, we ship a lot of things to, like, local animal hospitals all over the East Coast, you know. So, so that's super fun. Um, it's a really good motivational thing for me to, like, want to go to work every day keeps me and and it's it's not even that big you know in high and in in the uh, perspective like the broad spectrum of perspective with my job it's like dude you you just pack cases on pallets all day (laughs) but but if i wouldn't stack those pallets right or or something you know and something gets damaged on shipment those animals aren't getting the help that they need to provide you know, whatever, whether it be like a service dog or a cat or, or even horses or cows, even like, I know we deal with some of that stuff. So like whatever those animals and our purposes in their lives, you know, we get to help that. So that, that's, that's like freaking sweet because I'm, I, I pride myself on being an animal lover and feeling that dogs are man's best friend because they're super loyal um they always they always come back one way or another um but I kind of straight away a little bit i just kind of given a little insight on how my week went <laughs> um but um there's a uh, song with going back to the topic of death today from this band i had mentioned before called the amity affliction they, they have a uh, song called Death's Hand, and uh, there's a, a part in the song where it just finds yourself, find it, like essentially having your faith in humanity restored and, and not giving you a reason to carry on and giving, giving back somehow. And, and, and the lyric is, you know, uh, hey, death, get fucked. <laughs> as as rough as rough and um i don't belligerent i guess would be the word um because you know it's it's a bold statement and uh <laughs> it pretty much just means like i'm i'm going to keep fighting you till 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 i'm ready till i'm ready to go and and that's how i wake up every day you know i think you're death not today brother sorry man um you're gonna have to wait a little while longer, you know, unless, you know, by whatever means of the universe, 
I get struck down, you know, unwillingly to go. But you best believe if I have a fighting chance, I'm going to be fighting tooth and fucking nail to come back from whatever situation. And I, I will always be that way. I've always told myself I don't have a, uh, what's, I don't have a bone in my body that has quit in it. I just don't, I was born without that. I can't quit. I, I have to keep going all the time. Because I want to know what's coming. I want to. I want to. I want to see my future. I want to. I want to. I want to live it. Every day that I'm awake, I'm taking more steps to my future that I want. Because I'm gonna bring Joe back into this conversation. Um, him and I, you know, we went out Friday night after work, got a couple drinks, you know, and we're sitting and talking out front of his place, and and he brought up you know, the law of like attraction and that just kind of, kind of hit me and I'm just like, damn, you're right. Like if you put positive energy and you put positive effort into your life, those are the results you're going to get back. And I can't stress that enough. The more you dwell on the negative in your life, the more, the more you push the negative in your life, the more prominent the negative in your life is that's going to be the kind of result that you get and and looking back hindsight's always 2020 i was in a real shit spot in my head when i was homeless and you know i was just like i can't catch a break i can't you know my luck's just shit and it's like now i realize i hate those kind of people in my life because i'm at a place where i'm trying to build and stay positive and and I want the best for everyone and if they don't want the best for themselves because they can't see it it it's a bummer and I hate it I hate it I hate it for them like I don't hate them for it because I don't necessarily think they realize what they're doing because not everybody has the ability to remove themselves from their current situation or remove themselves from from just a broader situation and it's a bummer because the world needs more positive people. Um, there's, there's, you know, quite a few people out there right now doing their thing. And it's, it's just awesome to see, like you have the singer of, uh, X band Vanna, um, new, his new band is called Trove, Davey Muse. He has a clothing company called Shovel. And it's a nonprofit, and they provide all their sales. They do a one-for-one. One. So if you go and buy a T-shirt from them, they donate a T-shirt to local teen shelters and everything. Because his whole thing was he, he remembered, like, being a kid and not being able to afford, like, new fresh clothes and, and, and sticking out, you know, and being, being bummed out by that kind of thing. So it kind of takes the stress off of teens in those kinds of situations and 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 that's just phenomenal that's that's super awesome and then you got uh josh coburn who is a um he's like a motivational speaker i found him through facebook and uh i really want to reach out to him sometime and have him see if he would willing be willing to come on the podcast and and just i've like found myself like anytime he posts something i'm like copying and pasting it and posting it and I'm just like, man, this guy gets it. He's got the nail on the head, you know. Like every day he's posting something new and 
super motivational. I'm just like, damn, that's where I want to be. I gotta, I gotta keep on track and keep going. Can't, can't get derailed with, with, with life's, life's constant swinging and nagging at your face and, and stuff like that. And it's, it's super, super important. I can't, I, I, I honestly keep saying I can't stress it enough, <laughs> but, but it, it's serious. Like it's, it's a, it's an issue for a lot of people not being able to, to catch, to catch their themselves in the moment. And it took me, you know, months, weeks, years kind of situation where I've just looked back recently even and I've just like taken pieces to keep in my head to not be that person whether it was you know hey man you know your 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 get your volume and your voice is getting a little loud you know are you are you are is it a is it a positive volume or is it got negative connotations to it is someone gonna is someone gonna misinterpret your passion for anger and I'm gonna kind of dive in a little bit to anger too today, just to kind of talk about it because it's been it was weighing on my on my heart and stuff, um, you know, at the beginning of the week with my anger and and how far I've come from that. You know, I was always kind of an angry kid. I've always kind of had a really bad temper, and you know, when I had my kids, that kind of kind of de-escalated a little bit because I realized I can't talk to them like an adult when I get angry. I can't be screaming at the top of my lungs, threatening them and things like that, which I've never done. Mind you, I've never threatened a child or or beat a child. My daughter has, ne- she's got her butt spanked, you know, but they're just like little pats on the back like a, hey, knock it off. Not like a full-blown like this is a punishment. And I, I and you know when she would be upset and be start throwing fits because she wasn't getting her way, I would just I would just look at her and be like, Layla, what are you doing? And you know with her sniffles and all being all upset, she'd be like, I'm throwing a fit, Daddy. And I'm like, What do we talk about with that? And she would always go, Big girls don't throw fits, and just be like upset that I caught her throwing a fit. And you know it was. It, it was super cute, but at the same time, I'm just like, wow, can you not grow up so fast? Because at this point, she was like two and a half, three years old, and she's catching herself with, with, with a little bit of a reminder. And, you know, she would, she would come over to me, and she would be like, I'm sorry, Daddy. You know, she would give me a hug. She'd be like, oh, I won't throw any more fits today. And then she would go, you know, set the timer on the microwave for two minutes and she would go put herself in timeout. I wouldn't have to tell her, like, hey, I think you need to go to timeout because in my mind, I feel like that would just upset her even more because she wasn't understanding of the situation. Like, she was just not being able to communicate and get her way, so so she would just throw herself on the ground and you're just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Come on. And that worked. That worked. It worked for her. You know, at least with me, I don't, I, I can't attest to how she is now because, you know, haven't seen her or my son in, in a while. And I, that seems to constantly come up in this because that's something I constantly deal with. I constantly deal with, with, with the reality of not having a part of my soul in my life. <laughs>
it's um, it's very difficult. But I know that they are doing well, and and I feel that you know when the time is right, things will things will come together for that, and and it's just not right right now. It's just not the time. Um, and I, I hope that they know that I love them very much. But my my anger has um, definitely definitely been reduced because of them. I I can honestly say my children have made me a better person. And um, you know also it goes with surrounding myself with with people who who tend to not have tempers or, or get overly um, angry with, with other people's shortcomings or frustrations. Now, now, am I telling you I don't ever get angry? That's, yeah, far from the fucking truth. I'm, I still, I'm still very hot-headed and stubborn, and um, I still deal with it from time to time. You know, I catch myself, and I'm just like, whoa, buddy, you need to relax. You're going to get yourself in trouble here like somebody's gonna somebody's gonna take it that you're being too aggressive and they're gonna try and you know enforce their will on your will and that's that's just a situation that we don't need in our lives you know um meditation was also another huge thing um mindfulness meditation you know just constantly in and out with the breath and counting to ten and you know, staying in the moment, focusing on the breath, and if you find yourself being pulled away, your mind being pulled away from that, the thought of the breath and being in the moment to start over. And man, at the beginning, did that suck. <laughs> I found myself getting so much more pissed <laughs> at the fact that I couldn't concentrate because my mind was going going 10 miles a minute about, you know, whatever situation that happened through the day and, and all that. And it also comes back to being in the moment and not trying to reflect on the, how the day went or how the day is going to go and man that was that was a real hard time in my life but luckily you know I had some some great people in my life at the time and and they they, they helped me stay focused and and focus on things that needed to be focused on other than other than just my problems you know they helped me find solutions and, and that's why I'm here. I'm here to help other people find their solutions to their issues and problems. And it's, it's a great, great feeling waking up every day with, with love in my heart and, and hope for a better day. And, and oh man, I can't, I can't describe the feeling. It's like, uh, you know, waking up in the woods from a night of camping, you know, where everything's still kind of chilly and and you just take that first breath of fresh air because you're out in the wilderness. There's not all the the cars with the fog and the or smog, not fog. <laughs> uh, you know, you don't have all the electrical currents in there kind of interfering with with your your brain waves and your functions cuz a lot of there's been studies and whatnot about how electric electrical fields can influence the body in different ways and trigger certain things in the brain and that's like a whole nother topic that I would need a 
I would need a guest for that because I can't just talk about that by myself. Um, but, but yeah, um, it's been a ride the past few years. It's been a, it's been a real rough ride, and now looking back on it, I'm just like, <laughs> man, if you were a lesser of a person, you probably wouldn't even be here. Wouldn't be here. Wouldn't be able to talk about these things, and and the world would be in a worse place because of it. And I'm not like super huge, you know, I'm not a, I'm not super popular, I'm not a, you know, a celebrity or anything, I'm just a normal guy. And if I can make a difference, whether it be, you know, I just changed somebody's perspective on people with face tattoos, or I changed somebody's perspective on life, or I change somebody's perspective on what kind of car they drive or like whatever, you know, like if I can influence somebody to have the life that they want to have and, and, and show them some tools that they can use to, to get there, then, then by God, I'm going to fucking do it, you know, by God or, or gods or, or, or whatever. If you don't believe in anything, you know, by your own fucking means. You know, that, that's been another reoccurring theme. Like, I'm not going to have a ride to work every day, but I'm going to get there by any fucking means necessary. And, and my means right now is my own two fucking feet. I don't care if I got to walk six miles. I'm getting to fucking work. I'm going to work twice as hard as the guy beside me because I want it more. And, you know, if, if, there's, if there's a guy out there that I work with beside me, that that matches my will then fuck watch out because we're gonna get it and by any means we are gonna even our odds and with that being said i think that's gonna we're gonna wrap this podcast up with some with some really exciting news um i can finally announce our one of our sponsors from from Canada, he's a good buddy of mine. His name's John Jennings. He is a a entrepreneur, a a get after it, super positive guy. And I think he's actually, if we plan this right, I think everything's he's probably going to be on the next episode. And I don't want to say that oh it'll be next week or or whatever because with with his life and my life and him living in Canada, me being here in the U.S., it's kind of hard to get a hold of each other because we both work weird schedules but I really want to have him on here and he's uh, the owner or co-owner of Bearded Kings Canada the website is beardedkings.ca um, you can find him at on Instagram at at beardedkingsca um, you know they have they have all kinds of cool shit they have uh, you know vanilla bean shave butter with coffee they have beard oils, they have t-shirts, and um, with listeners of the podcast right now, when you go in to, to, to order, you know, a beard oil, you get buy one, get one, you know, they have a BOGO thing right now, and then all you do at checkout is, uh, and check out in the comments, you just write, hear from Even Your Odds podcast, and they will apply your, your discount to you when they ship out your order. At least I'm assuming that's how it's going to go. Uh, <laughs> but, but 
y'all need to get on it. The the reviews of the products are phenomenal. They use they use known known ingredients to their their ingredients are on the website. Like they have what they put in their their products, which is super awesome. You know, because in a world in this day and age, you need to know what you're getting. And um, it's been nothing but positive reviews that I've seen. You know, um, so. I'm waiting on I'm waiting on my shipment for for my beard oils because my beard's looking a little rough. It's looking a little scraggly. Need to get that fuller and thicker and, and softer softer feeling beard. And from what I understand the smell is phenomenal too. It doesn't it doesn't have like that traditional beard oil smell. It's got more of a sweet smell to it. And and I'm just super excited for this guy because, you know, he has a, another company um, that that's actually how I met him, you know, uh, was through Mama's Boy Apparel. Um, I don't really, I'd be cool to get some something going with that too, but, you know, that's, that's just a possibility maybe. Who knows? But I got, I got hooked up with John about, about four years ago, three Three to four years ago, John and I got hooked up on Twitter, you know, and we started talking and and he's always kind of been like a positive influence in my life as well, where where he'll see one of my posts and then he'll message me and be like, hey, man, are you all right? Like, is everything OK? And, you know, I've kind of done the same for him. And it's 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 cool. I've never met this guy in person, but we've I felt like I've known him forever just because, you know, we know so much about each other's lives, like even like our personal lives. You know, so to have him on here is going to be super fun. Be on the lookout for that one. That he's got, he's got a, he's got a story of, of, of evening his own odds and doing it by his means. What he knows how to do and what he's doing in his life right now is phenomenal. You know, for him and his son, um, uh, I can't, I can't, uh, man, I can't express how grateful I am for him in my life along with you know a bunch of my other friends that I eventually want to get on this podcast it's just it's it's such a good feeling to know that I'm not alone and neither are you there are people out there that honestly give a fuck and they're few and far between but once you find them man you got to keep them in your life permanently you know because that's that's something everyone needs. They they all need whether it's a role model or just a positive influence. You know, you just you need to get after it and stay positive and don't let the negative shit get you down, man. This has been episode number three of the Even Your Odds podcast with your host, myself, Jason Jimenez. And I hope you all have a fantastic day, week, month, year. And most importantly, I hope you have a great life. Goodbye.